Hello and welcome to the Connected Vine podcast. Before we get started on this episode, let me just point out that the Connected Vine podcast and Holistic Healing by Janice does not replace your doctor's medical advice. Rather, our intention is to offer alternative therapies to complement your daily medical needs. The information and tools can provide further guidance to the participant in their quest for spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical well-being. Now, with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Hi, Amy. Hello, Miss Janice, aka Phoenix Rising. <laughs> here we are um, on our episode here with the Connected Vine, where we're going to be uh, speaking about different techniques on um, methods of how, how would you explain that Janice uh, techniques of, of just the health and well-being mindset? What do you call it with your practice? Well, I, I, I prefer the term holistic therapy or holistic techniques. So I, I am definitely that person who likes that terminology. Um, but it boils down to uh, wellness and being um, techniques for your mind, body, spirit, all of you, you know, um, it's, it's definitely something that we should practice daily. Definitely. Perfect. So that, that's going to be our topic for today. And so this should be very interesting. Um, and again, you know, Janice, um, is, uh, you know, she knows a lot about this and, um, I, um, I practice it myself, um, but Janice not only as a practitioner, but she also helps others um, through the methods of the techniques that we're going to speak about. So this topic will be an interesting one for me um, because I just feel so um, deeply about it and I know it works. Um, mm-hmm. So so to get that started, um, Janice, uh, what is the one technique that you feel um, you really use the most with your clients? Oh, I don't know that I can pick, to be honest. Um, I actually like to do a combination effect. Okay. Um, so meditation is obviously huge for a lot of people, a breathing technique mm-hmm. and learning how to control your anxiety and stuff like that, or any kind of depression is great for the meditation, but the breathing technique is powerful just by itself. Meditation is powerful by itself. Yes. And then, you know, there is some Qui Gong, uh, some Tai Chi. Um, there is the emotion code and the body code um, that was created by a very famous. Um, now, well, he's kind of famous in the holistic world, Dr. Bradley Nelson. He's a chiropractor, mm-hmm. and um, I absolutely love his technique. And then there's Donna Eden's energy routines. Um, I, I kind of use a conglomeration of them all, you know, um, depending on what it is. And so, and then there is, of course, the Hoponopono um, as well. And 
Reiki, chakras, so many different things that I actually throw to Mm -hmm. kind of together in my session. And it really depends on the client. It's what do they need? What is it they're willing to believe in first and foremost? Mm -hmm. You know, are they willing to drink the Kool-Aid as some people would think, you know, take that blue pill and go down that rabbit's hole with me? Or are they, you know, so skeptical that just the breathing technique is hard enough for them? Right. Makes sense. Yeah. So it really, I I have to fine tune it around the client and depending on what they will walk the journey with me on. Now, by the time that I'm done with my clients, most of my clients actually are willing to go all the way down the rabbit hole with me because they see it does work, but it does take time. It does take time. Definitely. Um, and that's, and that's great. And I, and I love, um, that you and I are, are doing these, uh, podcasts because, um, I think it will help a lot of individuals who are skeptical mm-hmm. and unsure about, you know, how it all works. And, um, you know, I, I believe that we're bringing a little bit more information to those that are kind of in that mindset that really don't know what it's all about. And so, um, I, I think these, uh, podcast sessions that we have really help to inform people. So I'm, I'm happy that, you know, we're able to do that for those that may still need a little bit more information and education on these different techniques that really do help holistically body, mind, and soul. So, well, yeah. if you, I, I agree. And I, I think that if you're willing Let's do um, a couple of different demonstrations on some of these, if you're willing to do that. Um, One of them being a breathing technique and how I do it. I call it a therapeutic breath. And if you'll do it with me, Mm -hmm. um, Amy, it's a deep breath and your can from your solar plexus, which is your belly button. Mm -hmm. So you are doing a deep breath from your belly and you're going to breathe in one, two, three. Then you're going to hold your breath one, two, three, and then you're going to release it one, two, three. And you do the same thing a total of three times. So are you willing to do this with me real quick? Yes, definitely. Breathing techniques um, are definitely uh, one of the things I do practice um, because I do find myself in situations sometimes where I'm like, you know, a little anxiety starts to kind of creep up and I'm like, Oh, because frustrated. And so right. I stop and I'm like, okay, just breathe, just breathe. So right. uh, that's where you go. Well, so. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yes, I, let's do this. I am all about the breath work. <laughs> okay. Well, like I said, we're going to take a deep breath in and I'm going to kind of count while we're doing it. So I won't actually do it correctly. So if you'll be the client for me for a second. So we're going to take a deep breath. One, two, three, and hold it. One, two, three, and now exhale. One, two, three. And now we're going to do a second one. Inhale. Hold. Release. 
And this last one, I'm not even going to say it. I'm going to do it with you. So let's just do it. Nice. And just therapeutically, just doing that three times like that, you actually have such clarity in your thoughts. Now, when you're anxious or angry, you're driving and someone cuts you off, you're talking to your boss or coworker and they're not listening or your children are on your last nerve because your husband didn't put the dishes away or your wife just doesn't want to hear about your day and you're trying to talk about something, right? Whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you take that therapeutic deep breath and you're able to think for a second about, and I call everything now spilt milk. Um, As long as there's not literally a dead body in front of you, it's spilt milk. Because of the fact that everything is going to be put in perspective. Is this fight something worth fighting for? Now, I'm not saying that fighting for your kids' rights or fighting for the bills or fighting for your marriage or wanting someone to hear you isn't worth fighting for. Absolutely. You are worth fighting for. So are your children. So is your job. So are all those other things I named. But is it worth that moment while you're in the anger or in the anxiety or can you wait and say let me think about this logically even if it's 10 minutes later and go this is something that I really want to say to you and I need you to hear me and now that I'm calmer Mm -hmm. I know what I want to say and I won't be angry now you might have to walk away again if the situation gets heated again but the thing of it is is if you keep that breathing technique going and if it's just like a minor thing, the three breaths actually works wonders. Right. Let's, let's say, let's say Amy, your um, child comes in and um, is fighting with her sister and they're just coming at each other. Right. That's going to be something that maybe triggers you to a five where you have to do the breathing technique five because you, you're going to go, oh my God, this has been a horrible day. How can it get any worse? And then the kids come in screaming at each other, right? Mm-hmm. So if you breathe and do that same breathing technique, instead of three times, you do it five times. That's whenever, and you can actually get the people around you to do it with you because Mm -hmm. sometimes they will follow suit or you're like, let's just take a breath. Let's just take a breath and think about this for a second. Um, Right. And, you know, I've actually had my, my youngest, um, my little one do some breath work Yeah, um, because she does have quite a bit of an anxiety thing going, especially at her young age. So I'm trying to teach her how to control that now at a young yeah. age. Um, so, yes. Yeah, I have, I have a 10-year-old granddaughter that's going through the same phase, and my 4-year-old granddaughter loves the breathing stuff. She <laughs> thinks um, uh, Daniel Tiger invented it, so she's <laughs> all about it. You know? So <laughs> <laughs> you know, so... You can get the kids involved. You can get the 
men and women in your life involved in this breathing technique um, just by you doing it. Because if they see that it's working for you, then they'll, they'll see that this is something that I kind of want to get in on and maybe it'll help me too. Definitely. You know, but like I tell my clients, if you breathe up to five times when you're upset, you have that clarity. If you're angry, where you want to like, some people say, I see red. If you Uh see kind of a red or whatever, you're that angry. Do Uh the breath 10 times. And if you're still angry, you need to make an appointment with a counselor. Because there's an underlying issue there and you're going, what am I angry about? Am I angry because my husband's ignoring me? Am I angry because my wife is spending money? Am I angry because, you know, of my boss? Am I angry because of my kids? Or am I just angry at the world? Right. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I could see that. It's definitely um, a, a good way to see if there's any other underlying issues that are triggering responses that that cause you know cause that so um that's definitely a good thing to to mention yeah and then another thing i like to do to follow it up is meditation i'm not going to do a meditation exercise here obviously but, um, obviously, I mean, actually, I mean, I probably could on another podcast, but not on this one. But I do like to follow it up with a meditation. And I'll use a lot of YouTube for my clients if they prefer to do it at home on their own. I'll send them links for ones that I prefer um, that I think are good for them. I like to do a cord cutting meditation and cord mm-hmm. cutting. Have you ever heard of cord cutting? Oh, I do it all the time isn't it amazing <laughs> uh you know I think that's one of the things that really kind of keeps me sane because um it really helps with all that you know helps me release um a lot of things I might be holding on to right. um you know not only just throughout the day but you know some things that come up from the past you know what I mean right. and, and, it, and it's a constant it's a constant thing you don't you don't just you know cut cords and and you know, release and let go and it's, and it's gone, you know, no, it, it can resurface. So you just kind of maintain that. Right. Um, now, do you want to explain help. the cord cutting for those out there that don't understand it? Uh, well, for me, um, you know, when I do the meditation and I, I, uh, I sit there um, or, you know, sometimes I'll lay down. Um, but for me, it, I visualize, um, um, you know, a cord, um, you know, it could be a, a, a silvery cord, it could be a, a golden cord, it could be a red cord um, attached to, um, you know, whatever it is that's bothering me, um, whether it's an object or a feeling or an emotion, um, mm. it's, it's connected to that. And I, I visualize um, releasing that cord away from me um, energetically. Um, mm-hmm. And so, there's different ways that, that, you know, that I, that I, uh, that I do that. Sometimes I'll use a guided meditation, um, to help me with that, you know, with maybe some sounds of like, you know, ocean or birds or something like that, where I can visualize the, uh, the cord flying away with the bird, you know, right. or, or washing away into, into the ocean away from me. And, um, so there's different ways that I, I utilize uh, my meditations to, um, spiritually and energetically cut those cords away from me, from my and energy fields. 
And see, that's a very unique way of doing it because I've heard where on a lot of the guided ones, where it's you're envisioning the family member, the boss, the old enemy, the ex of whatever, um, you envision that person and you're cutting the cord with them. And that works great. That works wonder. I'm not saying anything negative against it at all. Cause that's exactly what you need is to cut that negative energy out of your life. Now, just because you're envisioning, say someone that's a boss or an ex or a child or whatever, doesn't mean you're cutting them out of your life though. That person could very much need to be a part of your life for one reason or another even the ex maybe the ex-husband or ex-wife has the kids Uh or is very involved with the kids but you still have a lot of history that causes problems in your relationship if you cut that negative energy cord you're gonna be more um positive and you're gonna be less angry at each other and you might even find yourself being friendly with each other, not necessarily friends. You're not going to, you know, hook up with them again, most likely. But, you know, it is one of those things where you're able to say, I don't hold a grudge anymore. Right. So that's one way of cord cutting I've heard. I do like your cord cutting where you're doing the um, emotion or the item of whatever is disturbing you Mm -hmm. I do like that that is a very unique way of looking at it and I definitely think that something for an experienced cord cutter that they should definitely do Um, now how I do it is I have my clients do the cord cutting but they envision their old self an old self can be the moment before I push the start button. So old self can be from five minutes before I sit down mm-hmm. to when I was a child. And I'm envisioning anything and everything that I've gone through. I need to let this go. I need to let the old me go because in when I'm done with this meditation, I'm a new person. I, I don't have those things weighing me down. And if you do it, and I'm a three times person, if you didn't pick up on the therapeutic breath, (laughs) I am a three times person. Mm -hmm. You do it the first time. And most people are, don't believe me, but this is a true thing. They always tell me it's true afterwards. Mm -hmm. The first time they're going, this isn't going to work. Like, I don't believe this is actually going to do anything. The second time they're like, okay, I'm going to try it again because I think I did feel something. Mm-hmm. By the third time, they're crying. They're mm-hmm. lighter. They actually feel better. Mm-hmm. So if you do it literally three times, and I'm talking like 45 minutes tops, like 10, 15 minutes at a time for each one of them. Um, if you do this for less than an hour in one setting, you're going to be so much healthier and happier and lighter and then when you do your therapeutic breath or an actual meditation or a chakra meditation Mm -hmm. because I like to follow it up with a chakra meditation Mm -hmm. then you can actually see your chakras and even get a deeper healing at that point right so those are those are just that's how I start with most of my clients that there 
I like that. Yeah. And that, and that um, I think is, um, well, and especially those that are coming into it kind of new and stuff. That's mm-hmm. wonderful because that really gets to the root of, of everything. Yeah. You know, you're starting from, from the foundation there. Yes, exactly. From, from the root. So that's, that's awesome. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then once, you know, either in the session, if I feel like they're able to handle more, then we might do some emotion code swiping or we'll do some tapping on whatever the anxiety, the depression, the resentment, loving their selves, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then, you know, some of the things that you do is the NLP. Um, you do that one. Mm-hmm. And then there is... Um, the Reiki energy, um, which you don't have to be in the room with Reiki, just like you don't have to do for any of these. It can all be done distance. Mm -hmm. Um, It's everything that I teach my clients. I can do on the computer. I can do over the phone or I can do right there in the office. It doesn't matter. And I never have to touch them. I never have to actually physically lay hands on my client unless for whatever reason that client feels like they need that support like I'll grab their shoulder if they feel like they need that support because of swaying or whatever but that's as far as I ever really do but how I'll end the session because I know we're getting close to our time Mm -hmm. is um, how I like to end the session is with the Ho'oponopono Now, you and I have discussed this before, Mm -hmm. and it's so super powerful. How do you feel? Do you you try and do the Ho'oponopono with the people that you work around on your daily life? How do you incorporate it into your life? Um, I incorporate it into into my, you know, myself personally. um, When Mm -hmm. I, when I come across things that, um, that might trigger an emotion or mm-hmm. something like that in dealing with uh, something or someone or an issue or whatever from the past, things like that. Um, and so it's my way of embracing in that moment and embracing whatever it is that triggered me, yes. uh, the challenge or the frustration, whatever it may be at the moment and looking at that and saying, you know what? Okay, I'm going to take accountability of the reason why I'm feeling this way, right? So I'm going to accept this. I'm going to accept this feeling that I'm having, this emotion that I'm having, and I'm going to, I'm going to embrace this. And, um, and so that's the first step mm-hmm. um, of when I'm, when I'm doing this. Um, and so, you know, it, it's, it's facing it, basically like facing your fear, right? Facing the one thing that you would rather just not think about. Because right. a lot of people just would rather just not think about things like that and just kind of ignore it and throw it under the, the rug and and then it's still there. So um, so for me, you know, it's 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 facing that, hugging it, hugging hugging it and shaking its hand and making friends with it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I like, like yeah, and then just and then you know, and saying, you know what, I I forgive myself for feeling this way. Right. You know, so that for me, that's kind of that step. I'm like, okay, it's here. I'm feeling this way. 
and I'm going to own up to feeling this way and I'm going to forgive myself for feeling this way. So, um, you know, so that's, it's, it's kind of like connecting with it, connecting with it and making peace with it. That's how I embrace that Ho'oponopono for me. Well, you are amazing because honestly, what you're doing is you're incorporating not only the Ho'oponopono beliefs, but you're also incorporating the universal laws at the same time, where the universal laws are, we create our own world. Now, for people who are going through domestic violence or some sort of trauma, we're not creating that world around us by saying, I want someone to do this to me. Or I'm creating my financial struggle because I want to be broke. Mm -hmm. But in a lot of ways, we are mentally and energetically by saying that um, I kind of deserve this. This is what I deserve. God is punishing me for something. So we're pulling that in energetically where we need to, again, if we're cutting the cord with our old self, and we're releasing that negative energy, and we no longer believe that we believe that, that we truly do believe that we are the divine beings of, you know, the celestial area, that we do need to pull in that positive energy. And like you said, forgive ourselves for feeling these things. So in a lot of ways, you have done the two things that are actually kind of the last part that I teach on at the end of a session. I try and make sure I do the beginning of it the way I showed you and then the end of it this way. And everything in the middle kind of depends on the client themselves and whatever they're going on in their lives. But these are the two ways that I actually start my sessions and end my sessions because the Ho'oponopono is about loving yourself, forgiving yourself, and reconnecting with that divine peace within. Mm-hmm. And when I say divine peace, I'm using a little G or a little D. I'm not saying I'm a God with a blasphemous tone. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that we're all gods and goddesses of our own creating world and stuff like that. You know, right. we're of the... <clears throat> from the stars we're from god himself if we're made in god's image doesn't that in a lot of ways make me a little god you know so Mm -hmm. again small g's small d's but um (laughs) we we have the power literally we have the power to um kind of create our own world right right so definitely definitely and um and one of the things I've learned to embrace as well is, is when I, when I do this is um, it's, it's a release. Um, and I've found myself and, you know, and I'll, I'll admit this um, in this process, not even realizing that I'm like crying, like the tears are just kind of falling out of my eyes uncontrollably. Yeah. And I'm, um, it is just that it's just like a release. It's, it's hard to explain. It's more of a feeling. Um, but after I, you know, after I kind of go through that, um, it's not a sense of sadness. It's a sense of like, like, like you said, like, like peace, like just overcomes me. And it's more of, of, of the tearing up of almost kind of like feeling 
um, the presence of, you know, like for me, it's like the presence of my spirit guides and my ancestors, you know, like I feel the love of that wrapped around me. And it's a a feeling of an emotion that overcomes me when I'm doing this from that. And it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a, it's a peaceful feeling of release for me. I think it's a wonderful uh, method for sure. Yeah, it is. And, you know, um, my personal belief is that, you know, we do have that inner being inside of us, the higher being inside of us is what um, a lot of a lot of other, you know, uh, spiritual gurus refer to as your higher being or your spiritual being or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that. And when you touch that being it's so powerful it's it really truly is i i it's it's hard to describe it it really truly is yeah definitely yeah definitely (laughs) so um if you like i so i i want to explain what hoponopono is first very briefly so it is honestly i don't recall what the word itself means it's it's uh it's a type of prayer it's a hawaiian prayer and i don't recall what the actual word means right off the top of my head now that i wanted to explain it but um it is a hawaiian prayer um and the shamans from hawaii teach this um to the people the community and such whenever there's a problem within the family or within the community if there's one person even who just has the problem, they come together as a community because again, it's not just the person having the problem because it's the community's problem because of the fact that again, it goes back to you create your own reality. Mm -hmm. So whenever this person has a problem, the community comes together and says, well, we've created this problem together. So we need to come together to forgive ourselves together. And we forgive you and you forgive us. And then, you know, wow. So, um, so there's a, um, story about Dr. Lynn. He's a psychiatrist in Hawaii. And this was some time back, but, um, there was a psychiatrist, um, criminal uh, um, asylum, is the best word for it, where they kept the criminally insane mm-hmm. who were on the island with like the worst kind of tempers and attitudes and do wrong kind of situations, like the Jeffrey Dahmer's on Hawaii. Right. Oh, God, it's scary. So, yeah, <laughs> it, really bad people, like super, super bad. We're talking, you know, the 80s, you know, five guys that terrorized the United States. Imagine them in Hawaii all in one building. Mm-mm. You can imagine the kind of fear that would create, the kind of tension that would create. And they're all angry mm-hmm. at all times or whatever, right? I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer and um, uh, Ted Bundy weren't reportedly to be angry people, really. They were actually considered to be pretty charming. But if you could throw an angry attitude in them in this scenario, that's the kind of people we're talking about in this building at all times. 
the nurses and the doctors would take sick leave. They never wanted to be there. They said the they actually have reports where paint wouldn't stick to the wall because it was such a dreary place that even the paint didn't want to stick around. Oh, wow. It was horrid. Horrid. No one wanted to work. Everybody was taking sick leave. And every three to six months, they'd have a new psychiatrist come in and they'd have this doctor come in and I'm going to fix this place. And in six months, he was gone or she was gone. So fast forward to Ho'oponopono, Dr. Lin comes in and he is there and he asks to see the patient's files And he'll just go through the patient's files. And he did this for about six months, possibly four four to six months. And whenever um, in that time, people started coming to work more. The patients weren't as angry. They weren't needing their psychiatric medications as much. Now, they were never allowed outside because they couldn't get out of whatever the restraints were and, or they were never left to be able to, they were not allowed to be outside because they were that volatile. So these people were like literally in solitary confinement, all kind of restraints, chemical and physical restraints from the way that they it's described and everything. Well, after four to six months of Dr. Len being there and just asking to see the patient's files. Hasn't seen a client yet, not one patient. People are already coming into work. People are painting walls and guess what? Even the paint's sticking around. The patients are taking less medicine. They're going out more and everything. Well, in that meantime, the doctor is explaining to those who are curious, going, what are you doing with the files? And he would say the Ho'oponopono prayer. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Thank you. I love you. And it was to the memories that they shared. Now, energetically speaking, according to the Ho'opono, the universe, and many other areas in our spiritual realm, it is believed we are all connected and share the same memories. Right. So that means I'm just as connected to Jeffrey Dahmer and you are as those who literally were right there next door to him or his victims or his family. Right. He's been yeah. dead 30 years and we're just as connected to him. So but by that token, you know, if we are all connected energetically, then what he's doing is he's releasing those people from their bad traumas as well as the bad traumas that maybe in his world, even though he had never met these people, by being now a part of their world and knowing about them, he is a part of their reality. And now he is creating a new reality for them. And it was the prayer that did that. And it ended up being that they had everyone out of there after, I believe they said six years, it was either four to six years that he was there um, in charge of that building. And during that time period, all of the patients were either released or put to a different 
um, penitentiary or a smaller asylum where they needed to be whatever it was because they no longer were criminally insane and deemed to be in that environment. They shut it down. There was no need for it anymore. And it was all because of Ho'oponopono. That's amazing. It's a, it's a, I didn't know the story behind it. That's interesting. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, we, really. I mean, we're all, when you think about it, um, as being, as being connected, we're all from source energy, which is God, you yeah. know? So yeah, yeah, we are. We're just all energy. <laughs> really. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. So let's, if you don't mind, um, let's wrap it up with the prayer. And again, I'm a therapeutic person, so I like to do the whole three-time thing. Mm -hmm. So what we'll do is we'll put our hand on our heart, and the prayer goes, please forgive me. I'm sorry. I uh, Thank you. I love you. And then we're going to take a deep therapeutic breath, so the one, two, three, inhale, one, two, three, hold, and the one, two, three, exhale, and say it again. And we'll do that three times. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, please forgive me. Are you repeating after me or are you going to say it with me? Oh, I'm kind of repeating it quietly. That way it's not like. Oh, okay. I actually, (laughs) I I think for the podcast, I think it would be great if we did it um, where you repeat after me, if you don't mind. Okay. No problem. Okay. So, so please forgive me. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Take a deep breath. Hold it. And exhale. Again, please forgive me. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Inhale. Last prayer. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Inhale. Now, that can be a very emotional prayer. It gets me choked up every time. Definitely. Definitely. Especially by the third one. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) So, because what you're doing is you're connecting to your inner self and you're asking for forgiveness for the things that maybe you created that were wrong or thought that were wrong or brought into your life that were no good for that higher self or your physical self. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're asking for forgiveness from God, from higher self, from source, whomever you want to ask it from. That's what you're doing. Yeah. So, um, was very powerful. uh, Indeed. (laughs) Kind of speechless right now, actually. Yeah. But 
yeah, so that was wonderful. I, I feel like if we do this every day before we leave the house, or if we get in a situation where we need to pray for a person because they're angry or whatever, mm-hmm. if we quietly do that in our heart, in our mind, you know, we don't have to say it out loud. We don't have to say we're praying for them. We don't even have to say we're praying for ourselves. But remember, you are now energetically connected to everyone, whether you know that person or not, whether you know specifics about what they're going through or not. If you know they're in a bad place, say the prayer because it can also fix not only whatever you are going through, but what they're going through. Yeah. That is very selfless. That's, that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And it's all about creating your own reality. And if you want peace in your reality, you have to create the peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, exactly. So anyway, that's how I do one of my sessions. Again, in between is different, but that's how I do a session. Wow. Well, that's intense, Janice. That's intense. <laughs> most of them leave pretty happy some are crying but it's usually tears of joy too so yeah and and you know in three days when they're coming back you know because a lot of them are calling me in three days going what did you do to me I'm I'm like not feeling the anger anymore I'm not feeling the shame I'm not feeling this bad emotion anymore I have been high all week because of whatever you did. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not what I did. If they did it, I didn't do it. I ju- I'm just the conduit to teach them in my opinion, right? you know, but it's all them. And it's right. a, a healing that you can give yourself. You don't, and I'm not taking anything away from doctors, you know, because we do need our medicines and we need to see our doctor. We need to see our counselors, you know, so this isn't something that I'm going to say, this can fix you and you never have to see another doc. Right. (laughs) This goes along with those doctors treatments. This goes along with your therapy. This Mm -hmm. is something that you can use in conjunction with whatever you're already currently doing. Yeah. 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 This is an added benefit. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it will work twice as fast. Yeah. Like I, I, but you have, so, okay. So uh, I'm going to add this last caveat. Okay. You have to believe. Right. Do you believe in God? Do you believe in the tooth fairy? Do you believe in Santa Claus? Do you believe in yourself? I don't care what you believe in. I don't. Mm-hmm. As long as you believe in something. Right. Believe in the magic that this can work. Mm-hmm. And it will work. It's not magic like sparks from your fingers and wands from Harry Potter or something like that. You're not going <laughs> to be able to fly on a broom. You're not going to be able to create a ball of energy necessarily that you can physically see like the airbender but you will create these things energetically right and energetically is way more powerful than physical oh my gosh 
that is so true so 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 true yeah yeah well perfect way to end this podcast that was perfect so that's so true <laughs> but um yeah we're coming up on around 43 minutes right now god it goes by fast doesn't it it does <laughs> it does and it's only because we did two um examples two three examples you know for people to follow on and stuff and i hope you replay this and replay this and do it reach out to us whatever you need to do that way um if you're curious about any of the techniques that we've discussed or any of the things that I barely touched on, please do not hesitate to reach out to us and we'll either talk to you one-on-one ourself or I'll find someone locally to you if you need someone locally for whatever reason. But again, all this can be done distance healing. All of this can be done. You can be in Japan and I can be right here in Texas and it won't matter a difference. Yes, exactly. Again, it's all energetic. Yep. There you go. Well, all right. So um, I guess on our next podcast, can, maybe we can just kind of continue a little bit of, of this discussion um, some more. So we can kind of continue that on our next one. Yeah. I think uh, we uh, um, touched on a lot of really good things today. You gave a lot of great information. Um really enjoyed it so thank you so much Janice yes I enjoyed it thank you so much Amy again for collaborating with me on this podcast I really enjoy it definitely same here so um, on that note I guess we will uh, say farewell for now Um, leaving you all with lots of love and light and is there anything in closing that you'd like to say Janice before we head out no I'm good Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. And then like Jenna said, uh, you know, rewind and repeat um, to really get this information in, in your mind here. Cause I know it might be a little confusing at first maybe, um, but really it isn't. So yeah. anyhow. <laughs> um, all right. So I enjoyed our time and, and until next time we love you. Absolutely. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>